This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, whose goal in life is to be able to pull off the insanely short shorts that Donald Glover is wearing in the show, Ryan Nelson. I would like to pull those shorts off. <laughs> I he, also, I right he, now. he wears some stuff that I'm like, who yes. else could pull white pants, no belt like yeah. that? Yeah. Only him. He's, he may be the only person. But, uh, Justin, I'm going to do a PSA for all the husbands out there. Never, never buy your wife a house that she has no input on. Yeah, that That wasn't. is not going to be looked at as a romantic gesture. That is a horrible idea. Never do it, guys. Never. Yeah, we're going to have some definitely some we're definitely going to have some some marriage things to talk about in over the course of these four episodes. So we'll we'll, we'll definitely be diving into all of that. So if you're new to the show though, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about uh, I'm sorry, if you've been listening to our podcast, I forgot these guys. Uh, if you've been listening to us for since we started this a couple of years ago, thank you for continuing to listen and make us part of your day. For those of you who are new, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the last four episodes of Mr. and Mrs. Smith on Prime Video. Whether or not you are new or a regular would like more access to the show visit our patreon page and become a patron of the main attraction podcast you can go to patreon.com slash the main attraction podcast you can get patreon only content you can support us at a three five ten or twenty dollar level and when you join up we'll shout you out here on the show if you want ad free access to the podcast any level of being a patreon supporter will get you the show ad free doesn't matter which level you're signing up for all four levels get you the show ad free if you want additional benefits though besides just being getting the show ad free that's where the five the ten and the twenty dollar level come in so there's a bonus episodes and there's other things that go along with those so like i said just head over to our patreon page take a look at the benefits and see what you got and see what you would like to uh, help us out with so like i said there are definitely benefits there for you if you can't be a patron though you can help the show out by writing us on spotify and apple podcast we will love it if you left us a five-star rating on one of those platforms or both if you have them if you have time we'd love it if you wrote us a review while you're on apple podcast uh if you do we would read it on air next time that we record and if you'd like to interact with the show in any other way you can do so by sending us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com Alright, so uh, before we get into the next four episodes of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, some things that we want to kind of make you guys aware of if you're listening. If you prefer to listen to your podcast on YouTube, I know there are people who like to do that. We are we have actually already uploaded our RSS feed to YouTube, so if you go to YouTube right now and did a search for the Main Attraction Podcast, all of our episodes, all of our previous episodes are there with just our generic with just our generic uh, logo there in the background so that is a possibility for you we are attempting i don't know how well it's going to work i'm trying to record right now to get the a video feed of the show onto youtube as well like i said i don't know how well that's going to work right now if it's if, I, if I, i'm only seeing what i'm currently seeing with with ryan right now all you can see is me so if that's if that ends up being the case we probably won't use it probably won't use it but the the show itself will still upload to youtube now we're also and we also have a TikTok account. So just go on to TikTok, look up the Main Attraction Podcast. I don't have anything there yet. My hope is to get some clips from these two episodes and to upload a couple of videos there uh, because I have all kinds of time. That's just, you know, I have so much time to be able to do this. So uh, yeah. I, I want to try. And if it were, and, you know, if I get, we get interaction and if we get, 
a lot of people like catch watching the videos that may be something that I, I continue doing but if i start doing this and nobody ever watches then i'm just being like you know what forget it so uh but like i said if you're and, on tiktok let's not forget let's just throw that psa the camera adds 20 to 40 pounds that's right I just it, want to it, it. it adds a lot of pounds to the camera to the yeah, to, yeah. The, to the to uh, the body i'm much thinner in real life i look much better <laughs> yes absolutely so all right uh we covered the first four episodes on friday when this released uh the we're now coming circling back to the last four episodes real quick what were your general thoughts on these last four episodes well uh I really enjoyed the show. I thought overall they they did a fantastic job, especially when you're coming after such a big movie mm -hmm. and like they were similar, you know, in times, right. especially the finale. But besides that, they did their own thing and I thought they did it really well. I was actually curious what the reviews were going to be like and they were really good. They were pretty good reviews, I got to say, especially for an Amazon show. You know, they yeah. don't always get the best reviews <laughs> like Richard and stuff. But like, I, I thought they were pretty good. Uh, I thought, you know, it was hard at times watching this, this marriage fall apart. Like, I thought the sixth episode especially, there were parts of that that were really hard. But, you know, I I thought that we got towards the end. I was like, that was a fun finale. They really knew what to do with the finale. And uh, I, I thought overall, man, I really love the chemistry of, of these two people. And I want to see more. I didn't love the ending. Uh, I, I know what they were trying to do to keep it open-ended, but still, I, I want more of this. Yeah, so you you basically hit on something that's really str I struggled big time with this. Look, the individual parts of the show were great. I mean, it's it's a fun spy show when it's being a spy show. It's uh, it's got great performances from Donald Glover and Maya Erskine. The two of them are really work really well together. Mm -hmm. The guest performances are are solid and like perfectly cast, perfectly done, and like when it does become like a marriage i don't know i don't know what you want to call it a marriage drama uh, or marriage issue yeah. drama whatever like i don't know exactly what you would call that but when it does it it does it really well so like i said i like the individual parts of it but when i put them together i it's it feels honestly kind of like rachel's trifle rachel's beef trifle from whatever season that was in in friends because it's that part that you mentioned the we're at times we're having lots of fun doing the the spy stuff while yeah. having the interaction with having the interaction with all the guest stars that are on this thing but then they start arguing and they start bickering and it is constant throughout this entire thing and i'll be real honest especially I, the last four episodes yeah those last four like i said the first three episodes because we talked about this on on last week because we recorded last week but we aired it on friday when we talked about it, I really enjoyed the, th the first three episodes. And honestly, like my issues with these last four have nothing to do with the, the issues I had about that fourth episode. I well, they, in fact, they answered your questions. Yeah, they did. The so like I said, I'm, I'm fine with the fourth episode now. But man, in these last four episodes, they are just fighting so much. And mm -hmm. going, from, going from fun spy stuff to I hate you, we're arguing, we're fighting over every little thing. It just made it really jarring. And the pr other issue I have with when you start doing that and you're doing it just so so darn much, when you're fighting with your spouse, when it, look everybody does it. We all we all have we all have arguments. We all have fights with our with our spouses. 
when we, when you do, you, you're not your best self. You're just not. Uh, right, 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 right. And so we're getting like the worst version of these characters. I like, I like these four, these two characters throughout the first mm-hmm. four episodes, but I didn't like them anymore <laughs> as this season went on because, and this is the yeah. this is the problem I had. Like the the last episode, I I really should have enjoyed a lot, but. Like I didn't really care what was going to happen to any either of them because I, I just got to the point where I just didn't like them anymore. Uh, and like I said, it's individual parts of it are just great, and that's that's where I'm struggling with this because, like, it's done incredibly well. It is done so mm-hmm. incredibly mm-hmm. well, but man, it was just a a hard thing to watch. And like I said, yeah, well, the, you know, it, it, to me, it feels like they they put so much into an eight episodes right. where like. Maybe in season two, they could have had more of the marital issues. Like, maybe have that because, like, like you said, it was such a roller coaster. Now, granted, you could see it coming because, like, in episode five, they're so in love, and then I guess you know, Ron Perlman. If anybody could cause marital problems, it's him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my guess is the man in real life has been married several times yeah. and probably caused friends uh, marital problems. But you could see the roller coaster starting right. to happen. But really, there. Not till the very end, which I love the scene when they're on the goofy or the the, the true serum. True I thought that was unbelievable. It finally goes back up, but man, the dips of that roller coaster, especially in six and seven, were tough to watch at times. Yeah, like I said, that's just it just made it really tough for me. Uh and it makes it, it also makes it tough just because I did think it was done so incredibly well. Like I said, mm-hmm. yeah, I've still when I'm looking at my, I, I still don't have a rating on this thing because I'm not sure where I'm putting it at this point. Because uh, I, I could probably still be see it being a loss, but I could go down to, to like a full house on it just because it was just so difficult wow. to watch. Now that's too far. That's you, you, I, you don't know how, how little I, how little I enjoyed those last four episodes. I mean, I was yeah. I was struggling to get through it. The, 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 I would say six was the one I had the most trouble. Was that the one Sarah Paulson is in? Yeah, that was the one she's in. Yeah, that yeah, was that, it was it yeah. was hard to watch that one. Uh, yeah, yes. I thought the one seven was better than Michaela because Michaela Cole was fantastic. Well, one other issue I have with this, and there's and this is and this shows up a lot here in this in the these last four episodes because I mentioned this when in episode three, uh, there is a ton. Of time that sometimes passes between each episode, and that's yeah, okay. We have no clue. Yeah, we have no clue. And like I said, that's one of the things I. I it's a story beat that I don't like because let's let's just go ahead and talk about episode five real quick. So like episode five, they're gone to go get this character named Toby Hellinger, who is played by Ron Perlman. They have to abduct him. I look. He was great in this, playing basically a giant man baby. Is basically what yeah, he was playing. Yes. Uh, and like I said again. Performance-wise, fantastic. They're both great. Uh, but my problem with this is John starts... Like, I've loved John. He's been so nice. He's been so mm-hmm. just like a fun guy. To, like, it looks like he'd be a fun guy to be around. He's a jerk in this episode. I mean, he's he an is. absolute for jerk. For some reason, he really... For some reason, Toby really got under his skin. And he, he was really rude to him. But as you were talking about, it's obviously been quite a while from four to five... Because they mention all these places, Morocco right. and all these other places they had been to, and it appears they've been to Lake Como a couple of times. Right. So I'm assuming it's been a couple of years, but you know they don't tell us that. But you know you you're making that assumption. They also seem to be much better at their job, especially Jane, which the uh, the soup notices and really wants to promote her. This is where 
you know, they're really wanting to get rid of John at episode five. Right. And that's where I, this is where I, this is where I have an issue with this. Like, I don't mind if you pass a bunch of time in between episodes, but the problem is something major has changed in between episode four and episode five, because in episode in the first four episodes, the person who was dealing with high, high the entire time was always John. He was the one entering in all the mission briefings. He was the one communicating with high, high the entire time. And I didn't get a feeling that either one of them was really better at their job, but something happens. And now, now oh, I, I think I, I have a guess. Well, I mean, they know, well, they obviously know John talks to his mother and, and like has her moved to New York and stuff. Well, I'm sure that's so they're, they're watching all his moves. They, and they know he's sloppy. Yeah. And like I said, but we need to see more of that because I, I, I guess I want to see, I want to see them become favored towards Jane. That's what I want to see. Cause all of a sudden Jane is now just the favored one. And like, like I said, yeah. we don't see that happen at any point. Like I, like I said, I want to see actually this actually develop and actually play out on screen because now all of a sudden we're just taking their word for it. Like it's just such a jarring shift to be, you know, John's doing all the, he's doing all the briefing. He's doing all the paperwork. He's the one who's uploading all the stuff. And neither of them seem to be like favored by one. Now all of a sudden it's quite obvious that high, high, yeah. much prefers Jane and that has a much higher opinion of Jane. I said that needs to be shown and we don't get that because I think that's the where that's where John's issues with Toby come in is he's just continuing continuing to deal with the fact that that High High prefers Jane over him and he doesn't really know how to handle it. Um yeah. Uh, but anyway, like I said, it was just it was just weird. Uh, the opening scene is great. I mean, like I said, it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm talking about because it's fun. They're they're going through. You know, they get to the safe house. Whoever it is that is chasing them is already there. They ambush them. Uh, we get this great chase through this little tiny town in Italy. Yeah. Uh, they go through Lake this Como. wedding. Yeah, Lake Como. So they're going through it. Uh, they go through this wedding. It's like I said, it's it's a lot of fun. And then they get to the house, and this is where the marital stuff starts coming in because he's bought the house, which was dumb. I mean, just absolutely yeah. dumb. Again, they. They, they start doing this a lot. Like, they really show us, like, I thought that they were trying to make us think that John was smart. No, this guy's dumb. He's he's yeah, yeah, really yeah. dumb based off of these last four episodes and uh, whichever episode, I guess, that starts in episode four. So, like, the last five well, the episodes. The irony is Donald Grover wrote his own part to be dumb. Yeah, he did. I mean, I I guess he knew so, this. So, so props to him for that. Yeah. So he wrote himself as like coming off across as a really dumb guy, and and he is. I mean, there's just no yeah, question yeah. about it. Uh, but yeah, well, like, I think he he admits in the last. I mean, he's a narcissist as well. Right. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, that's that's the issue. Like, because one of the things that they're talking about is that Jane keeps coming at him. And I thought she was at first. I thought she was just being a jerk because she kind of comes across as a jerk in the first four episodes a little bit sometimes it's like especially when she was dealing with the the vacation friends in that third episode right. uh so i just thought she just kind of got a meaner streak in her, in her she's talking about constantly how he's just he takes too long and how he's not uh he doesn't you know he's he has to feel good all the time like i said i thought she was just being a jerk at the time no she's correct i mean he takes way too long i mean yeah to do anything because he just so wants if somebody makes him feel good doesn't matter if they're a target or whatever it is that they are he's going to take forever to deal with them because he just likes the way they make him feel uh and his mother like verifies that at the end oh, played yeah. by his actual mother she's oh, fantastic okay i didn't yes. realize that okay that, that's awesome i did not realize that so uh 
but like I said, I, I love what they're doing with the the, the special guest because Toby, like I said, he's a man child in this thing. He's just a big yeah. giant baby because he doesn't want to take his medicine. You got to bribe him with a cigarette to get him to take his medicine. <laughs> uh, that was so funny. Uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, it's like the, the but it's, then he comes across as mean because John won't give him one. Uh, yeah, I mean, and I will say John did push him. That would hurt. Yeah, it would. It would absolutely hurt. So, like I said, there was a lot of there was a lot of issues in in there. He was. He was a jerk to him. Uh, he didn't want to, and I think part of this was one. He would like I said he was, he didn't. He wasn't happy about the fact that Hi Hi has now really favored Jane. But I also think that he's upset about Jane not being happy about buying the house. Which again, right, he's right. dumb. He doesn't understand how that could be yeah, a problem. Okay. That's a guy that hasn't been married long enough and hasn't yes. been in a real marriage. No, he has not. So, like I said. So there's those issues. And then in the middle of like where they're getting ready to start having sex, he just brings up, I want to put a baby in you. And like, oh that, my God, yes. She just stops immediately, like, whoa, what are we doing here? Uh, and it was just, like I said, he just makes so many dumb moves throughout the course of this, especially. And this all starts here in, in this fifth episode. And I wasn't sure, I couldn't, when I was watching this the first time, I wasn't sure exactly who it was that blew up the house. And it ends up being Jane because they, they talk about this when they yeah. get on the boat. Jane says, you know, I threw a, a stick of dynamite into the oven. That's how I ended up getting it to blow up. And, like, you can tell he's visibly upset about the fact that yeah. she blew up the house. Uh, but I don't know. And, look, she may have done that just as, you know, I think it's the smart move because it got everybody off their tail. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, he's got to let that go. I mean, I... Yeah. You yeah, might, I, would, I would say she probably enjoyed blowing that house i'm sure up she as did well. yes yeah because like i said <laughs> again we start to see her her poor qualities as well yeah i uh, wonder if she put like a what was it a, a pebble in that bu- bucket when she got home oh uh, she may have she yeah. said she did yeah because yeah. you say sociopathic tendencies yeah yes it, yeah it, i didn't even think about that now that you mentioned it that would probably be a that would probably be a yeah. pebble moment for her <laughs> when she blows when she blows up the house but the like so basically the episode ends uh they get him they get toby to the water the which is the new drops place they get him off I, this is another thing i would have liked i would have liked to know more about him he he was an interesting character well, he was somewhere between hitler and mark zuckerberg yeah no. like i said that was like i said i want to know i want to know where you fall bud i want to see it i want to yeah. actually know where you fall so uh, a lot of people want to kill him he must have been pretty bad yeah, and he said he was getting ready to tell them, and they they decided yeah, they tell them they they don't want to know, and I was like, well, I want to know, Dadgummit. So, yeah. uh, but the episode actually ends with them back in their home, and they're having another discussion about the baby. And like, this is where the marriage really starts to just completely yeah. go off the rails because they're having another discussion about the baby, and John really wants a baby, and like he's being look, I get that he wants to have a baby, and you know he's in love with this woman, but. She's correct. You are y'all are y'all just almost got yourselves killed about four times on this mission. Right. How can right. you bring a baby into this relationship? No way. You you can't. You just can't. I mean, yeah. so like I said, this is where the selfishness of him comes in because he wants to have a baby so bad and it makes him feel good and he, she's just not for it. And this is where the, I have some of the issues <laughs> with her character, especially looking back on it, especially as we get into these next couple of episodes all these little lies and things that she does where she like i thought she was just kind of playing games on john earlier she's being manipulative at this point that's what oh, she, yeah, that's yeah, what she's sure, using yeah. it for and wasn't there a movie with dennis quaid and kathleen turner where they were spies 
an assassins and they had a baby from the 90s yeah i don't remember what it was called i don't know if, if it was those two but i think it was those two but, i'm looking this up because i i could picture them both with guns and a baby <laughs> in the middle yeah and like i said it's it's just not feasible and he just seems to be yeah. just completely against he just seems completely against thinking about things in a reasonable manner so all right, uh, so that's basically episode five. Episode six is couples theory, couples therapy, uh, and in parentheses, it's called naked and afraid. So they're going. It was to- called undercover blues. Okay, I remember. I remember. I don't know if I ever saw that. Did I see that? I don't think I ever saw it either. But it's uh, it's exactly what the sh- what John was wanting. <laughs> Which uh, obviously, I'm sure they make it work in that movie, but it would not work in real life. So, but anyway. So, like I said, it's called Couples Therapy. They're going to a couples therapist who is played by Sarah Paulson. And again, I, fantastic by fantastic. her. <laughs> I thought she was a real therapist. Yeah, she, she sounded, I acted mean, very much like a real therapist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she was Especially great. Especially at the end when she was like, my God, these people. Yeah, she uh, exactly. And I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I'm right there with you, Sarah. I'm right there with baby. you. They are exhausting. And, and this, you were correct. This one and episode seven are just. This is where I really started to turn against the show because I was like, "This is awful." I, I I don't know if I can do this for three more episodes if this is what it's going to be like because they are at each other's throats throughout the course yeah. of this thing. Now, look, I like the way they're doing it because they are interspersing mm-hmm. these different jobs that they took in between. You know, the the counseling sessions. I. I I like what they are. I like how they're doing it. I like what they're doing. But, and look, if you're, um, one of the things I read about when I was reading the reviews, one of the things I read was a lot of people say, you know, the, the, the change in, the change in tones was a positive to a lot of the, a lot of the critics of this. And I get that. Like I said, I can understand why you, you like this show because of it. But man, it made it difficult for, 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 for me to watch. And I was reading some of the IMDBs and some of the user reviews. They're much lower than, than what the critics have. They have they have this one much lower. And a lot of it is because of this, because they don't like the arguing. They don't like the fact that these two yeah. are just at each other's throats the entire time. So there's a little bit of a disconnect between, uh, you know, and Joe Smith I, and I will, Go ahead. Yeah, and I, and I will say, too, if you watch the movie, their argument arguing was much more fun. Right. Uh, than than this was. It was more like at the finale where they're trying to kill each other, but they're really not. Right. Like I can remember they had a big argument about like her cooking and like right. their peas and the rest. Of, like she added peas and he hated peas. So it's stuff like that. It wasn't nearly as like brutal as this argument. Yeah, they weren't at each other's throats the entire time of that film. Uh, right. Until yeah, they yeah. start trying to kill each other, and that seems to, like bring yeah. the two of them together. And like, yeah, like yeah. being spies, like they didn't in the movie. They didn't realize they were spies, but they were kind yeah. of like, kind of in love with each other, but not really. But like when they find out they're both spies and they're both in this really dangerous line of work, it like just ignites their passion for each other again, and they they fall in yeah. love again with each other. And honestly, I'm assuming like they decided to put this therapy scene in here because the two of them in the film are going through therapy throughout the entire right. movie. So I'm guessing like I don't know if the, this is an Easter egg or just a callback or whatever you want to call it, but uh, I'm sure that they had that in mind when they decided to give a a therapy session in in the actual show, but. Uh, but basically, there are three different missions that they go on, uh, some to varying degrees. This, the first one basically is uh, they're basically John has decided because we learned basically at the beginning of this that that James told John, 
you know, I get, I was offered to replace you. I was offered to replace you. And she obviously decides not to, to do that. And so John wants to try to step up. He wants to try to prove his worth to high high at this point. So he wants to take the lead on this, on this film, on not, not this film, on this, on this mission. And like we were saying a second ago, he goes in to infiltrate this group of black men and he feels comfortable. He feels at home. So he yeah. starts taking forever to do this mission because he's with guys who are like him and, in all likelihood, the section of New York that they were in, which was brownstone houses, there's probably not a lot of people who look like him and who, you know, who, uh, as an African American man, there's probably not a lot of people in that area of New York right, that would, right. would qualify in that same type of demographic. So he's probably with people that he now feels comfortable with, people that look like him, yeah. people that act like him, and he's yeah. probably and he likes it. So he wants to spend well, as much. They were having a good time. Yeah, they were. That looked, looked like a fun game. Yeah, they were. Ha they were playing poker. They were smoking. They were having a good time, and he was he was in no hurry to to he was in no hurry yeah. to hurry this mission along. And right. Jane is like, we got to get this thing done. So she eventually just shoots the guys at the table. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right after he told a hilarious story about watching Maya on MTV. Yes, like I said, that was that was a great story. And then the next thing we know, yeah. they're getting shot. Uh, and so he's upset because he says, you know, I was working, the, I was working them, I was, you know, doing the job, I was trying to get as much information as I can. And she's like, you know, you're just taking forever. And you know, who knows what these guys did i mean we, don't, we have no idea what yeah. you know, why they were why they were needed to be shot or killed but uh, she just got tired of it because it just took too long like i said look like i get the fact that he was having fun but that's not the job yeah. the job is not to go and have fun with your targets the, the job is to take out the target so uh anyway the next one is basically they're talking about uh let's see what are my notes say oh yeah so they're chasing a guy and john's having a hard time <laughs> keeping up because he has asthma uh yeah. How you can have this job with asthma, I, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Like yeah. that seems like a, a real miscalculation on High High's part. Yeah. The fact that they didn't know that he had asthma because I can't imagine that you could do this job without uh, right. with 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 asthma. But I do like the fact they're like they're going into details about this and putting in in computer software terminology. Uh, in the, that's the way they're yeah. putting the story. Because like I said, I did I did enjoy that part of it. But Jane's obviously in a lot of peril here. She's being put. She's got. She's being put through the ringer to bring this to take care of this guy. They end up on the very top floor. She throws him off. We get a uh, a John. Uh, oh, from Die Hard. What's his name? Uh, John. John McClane. Yeah, John McClane line with the you know die. Uh, yeah. Die, <laughs> uh, uh, you mf'er. Uh, fantastic line i can't believe he made fun of her and he laughs at her exactly and that becomes yeah. an issue it, it becomes an issue because he, he's laughing at her and like she could have easily died at that point and <laughs> and he's making fun of her again i loved it i love that line I, I i would want to i would be thinking of catchphrases myself doing that right I, like i said i don't know why he's laughing at her at this point and yeah. it just goes to show how just how far that how incredibly far they yeah. they've, they've drifted apart the fact that when he hears this when she's almost died and this seems to be like a therapeutic thing for her to yell at the guys he's as he's falling off the off the building he starts laughing at her um session three yeah, see this would have been a much better scene to a much more entertaining had they been working on what would have been a better catchphrase oh, yeah. and laughed about that yeah that would have been much better but they're but he's just making fun of her so yeah uh, uh, that's why i don't write movies because that's would be half of my <laughs> movie uh 
but session three, it starts with the two, and there, there's obviously a rift because like they're sitting on nearly opposite ends of the room when they start their third therapy session. One's like on one end of the couch, one's completely on the other end of the couch. Uh, there is a mood about them that just says they had enough of each other at this point. Um, but yeah. this mission, apparently things are going really, really badly. They're out in the wilderness. They're trying to track some dude, and they're trying to track a hunter, apparently. And they never can find him. They're, uh, and John is trying his best to be the macho guy. You know, I'm out in the wilderness. He tries fishing with a line and then just uh, to shoot the fish. Um, yeah. uh, like I said, so he's he's trying his best to be like all macho and like I'm good at this and maybe I don't know if he was or not it didn't really come across either way it didn't look good I'll say no. that but he decides you know like I said he, he decides to shoot the fish but then they get into like an incredibly intense conversation uh, the two really really get back and get into it uh, they start an argument about this book, The Prophet, that he had said was his favorite book he has never actually read it he was I don't know he, did he I, say I, I that to I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. But my wife said the book is overrated. I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> well, he called it, he claimed it was his favorite. And the fact that... Yeah, yeah. The problem is... Well, it's also Paul Dano's favorite. Yeah, it's Paul Dano's favorite. So, he says... You know, he's he says he's read it. He hasn't actually read it. He doesn't actually read. And this is where, where Jane figures this out. Because he, she never ever sees him read. So, like, why would he have read this book if he never actually reads? Uh, and like I said, this they end up arguing about a whole lot of things. And again, when it gets really serious and when he gets really angry, it's, it's about his mom because she turns the conversation back towards his mom and he's just gets pissed off about the fact that she's continuing to bring up his mom and she won't call her dad and she just doesn't, he just doesn't understand that at all. And they're just completely at different ends of the spectrum. Uh, and they just realize, you know, he says at some point the mission has failed anyway. And, you know, I don't, we don't know exactly what, but we just know Hi-Hi is not happy about it because we get in their message. But they're, this is, like I said, they were at each other's throats in almost every aspect throughout the course of this of this yeah. of this particular episode the only time that you really get an idea that they're not at each other's throat when they just make the decision there at the end of the counseling session that they're going to pursue going down separate missions for at least for a little while and seeing if that if that well, helps things for a while. thing when they find out sarah paulson's yeah, character is, the is recording <laughs> yeah so they apparently part of the contract when she when they hired her as their counselor, she says, here's your recordings at the end of the thing. And you can see the two of them like, wait, recordings? Why, yeah. why is this being recorded? And she's like, it's part of the contract. When you, when you sign up for this, I record you so you can go back and look at things and you can you know, analyze how you handle things, all this kind of stuff. I don't remember exactly what all she says, but they're visibly like, oh, this isn't good. We can't be recorded. And like, it's funny that the, you know that they put the house on fire but it's also this makes me not like them even anymore they just like ruined this woman's life and her son because they didn't read the contract uh yeah like i said but i will it, say she was pretty pretentious as well oh, especially yeah, she was. she's describing all her 
items, whatever that art piece. Yeah, and the piano. Like, that's... He was from the choo choo tribe, you know, all yeah. this weird. The piano, like, which I, I'm not even 100% she was accurate or telling right. the truth on right. that. So she was a little pretentious. Yeah, she was, but it wasn't worth having her, her house burned down. I mean, yeah. so, like I said, and it just. It, like I said, it's kind of funny, especially when they're walking away as they're saying, you know, yeah. maybe we need to get another one and all this kind of stuff. But like I said, it just kind of made me not like them even, like, I've already started on the road of I don't really like these two anymore, and this isn't helping that fact that they burned a woman's house down. Uh, like I said, that just didn't really help me a whole lot. So, uh, anyway, well, any other thoughts about episode six before we go on to episode seven? Yeah, I think six was the hardest one to watch because oh, yeah. it it was, was. they were really, really at each other's throat, especially that scene, the scenes in the woods. Yeah, the, it was it was tough. It was really, really tough. So, All right, let's take a real quick break, and then we'll do episode seven and eight. All right, episode seven is titled Infidelity. So, again, time has passed because we don't know exactly how much time, and this like this becomes an issue because they're obviously there's still a tension because when like the episode opens up, uh, they're sleeping in separate rooms again. John, Jane is in one room, John is in another room, so the, obviously tensions are still are still really really bad between the two of them. John says he's heading out somewhere. We don't really know well where. Uh, Jane then goes out as well, and she goes to visit. A neighbor, uh, Bev, who's played by Michaela Cole from I May Destroy You and Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yeah. And look, again, Michaela Cole is great in this. I, I have no doubt really about that. She's really good. Yeah. Really good. She's she's fantastic in this role. I, it's just absolutely fantastic. She, she's great in this. I don't have any issues with that. Uh, but this is, and this is where we start again to not, this is where I'm struggling to like either of them. And Jane really struggles. I really struggle with this at, at first from her because Jane pulls a gun on her as they get into this conversation about John, because she's obviously thinks that John has been cheating on her with, yeah. with Bev. They get into a lot of discussion. And again, John is really, really dumb because he has apparently opened up and shared a ton of stuff with oh, Bev. Yeah. Even the fact where he has admitted to being a spy for, an organization for a secret super secretive spy organization he's admitted that to her and he's like just, and she kind of admits she's a spy as well i don't i never caught that I, okay i thought i heard that i, I don't because it it doesn't dawn on it doesn't seem to dawn on jane or well, i don't know it's it was really weird i mean just the whole setup and we're going to talk about the whole how much hi hi is telling everybody involved in this uh, a little bit later on but it was really really hard to figure out because they don't really seem to re- they don't really seem to respond about any of this until John says, you know, where's my wife there later on. But my thought was when she goes into this thing that she was and if we had known this ahead of time, the fact that she knew that Bev was a target, it makes this a lot more palatable because I thought she yeah. was pulling a gun on an innocent woman on just right right uh, i did too and yeah. like i said i was really struggling with that but she actually is pulling a gun on a target that she knows is the target because hi hi told her it was a target so like i said that it changes things but you have to when you're in the moment you're watching this it just makes her look so bad because you mm-hmm. think she's pulling a gun on this woman who is just completely innocent but she's actually not so uh Look, I thought the chemistry between Bev and Jane was great. I didn't really like the chemistry yeah. between John and Bev. I, I, they're supposed to, in the short time that we get them together, it's supposed to make us feel like those two had been kind of become like soulmates. I, I just never got that feeling. What were your well, thoughts? Uh, 
I'm going to cut Bev some slack because she knew the wife was there wanting right. to kill her. Yeah, I did. So, yeah, yeah. so that, that could hurt that, you know, situation. Right. But, like I said, I don't know. It, that part of it, like I said, I, I struggled with once John got in, got in the room because uh, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I, initially I was cutting her some slack, but then when I found out that she's actually an agent, she, she should have been pretty cool under pressure and all, under all this. So, yeah. uh, like I said, it was just kind of weird. But uh, eventually, as when John does join the scene, when he actually does come in to join them, uh, they're talking and like I said, he's apparently looking for Jane while he's there because Hi Hi has told him, we found out in episode eight, Hi Hi told him that's where that she was in the that she was actually in the the home of Bev, and whenever when he finally does say, so where's my wife? That's when Bev like goes on the goes on the attack. Uh, she basically takes John out, almost kills him. I don't know what it was she wrapped yeah. around his neck, but it that was that was rough. Incredible stunt work. Yeah, it really was. Michaela Cole was quite a foe. Yeah, she was. She was she was a very much a formidable Jumping foe. Jumping all her. around that room. I mean yeah. impressive. I mean she was looking like her Wakanda uh, for yeah. her days. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah, so they start chasing her basically throughout the entire city because they have because he has a tracker on her. Uh he says he put a tracker on her back. I look I'd like to know where that tracker was because that little that bikini like outfit she was wearing. It's like there's not a whole lot of space That's to, right. a, You're right about that. to put a tracker on, but he says they put a tracker on her when uh, the, he was giving her a massage. I'm assuming this was at some other time because we didn't see him give a massage to her at, at, in mm-hmm. in this, but uh, but they they are tracking her and then we get the fighting again because when they're tracking her, John's phone dies. They start having another argument about about the phone and about why his phone died. And they end up going into this like bodega or gas station or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, and I had the guy who named who was David Tell. Yeah, thank Shout you, David Tell. Comedian, comedian David. Tell. Yeah, he's a comedian and he's really funny. He's funny in this. Episode, yeah. He's funny in this too. Yeah, so, yeah he was. Uh, like to so just watching him like refuse to give them, let them put right. his phone in charger because it could give him a virus because he's plugging his phone up into a charger. Uh, like I said, that's just really funny. But they start talking about the mission because they've obviously been because this is when you realize that this is what they've done. They've they've taken on separate. They've taken on separate cases. Uh, he. Is I, and this is where it comes up again. He's taking too long. The reason why he's taking too long, we find that we find this out. We don't find this out until episode eight, because Hi Hi tells Jane he she needs to intervene because John's just not getting the job done. He's just taking way too long to get this thing done. And the reason he doesn't want to do anything with with Bev, even though he's not, you know, he, he they talk about sex and he can't you know perform the deed with with Bev because he couldn't get it up. Even though he's not in it for a sexual reason she made him feel good because they were talking yeah. and he's getting his problems he enjoyed out there. Her company. yeah he enjoyed yeah. her company and so he doesn't want to get the job done because if he gets the job done then it's over and he can't have that feeling that he has anymore and this is where this is in this episode she's made jane's making very clear again she manipulates she's manipulative in this because she tells him now oh, i slept with two people uh on a job on, on missions because that's what i had to do because she knew it would hurt him and she admits that yeah. in episode eight but when they're going through this he says you know he basically admits the fact that you know i, I slept I, I wanted to keep this going because they were because it made him feel good but it just takes forever and this is the reason why jane ends up having to intervene and like i said it just it continues to show these two that they just the absolute worst parts of them. Uh, they eventually do get the phone charged. They track him. They track her to the restaurant where they had their first job. 
And it just shows that Michaela Cole's character is just absolutely playing them completely because he told her about that as well. Like so, he's yep. basically told her his life story for the most part, uh, and it's just absolutely. And like I said, it's just absolutely awful. Uh, just the way that they are, they're putting this out there. And when they when they finally get back, they have to tell Hi Hi that uh, they failed again. But you know, there is something about it that they they're they're like, why would why would Hi Hi you know send all this information? And this is another thing that I'm guessing that they're hoping they'll get a season two for because there's a lot of questions that start to arise about Hi Hi in this yeah, episode yeah. seven, episode eight. I'm assuming they're hoping they're going to get a, a second season for this to answer yeah, some of those. Yeah, I would like to find out, is it, is it AI? Is this an actual person? I'm, I'm very curious. Yeah, like I said, that's what, I'm, that's what I want to know about this, is, you know, what, are they, what road are they going down with this thing? So, and especially with Hi-Hi and how all this works, and, you know, who do they, the whole idea of who they work for, like, yeah. like, if this is the only season we get of this, and we don't find out, like, who it is they actually work for, that's going to be really disappointing, because... It, well, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, they never said who they work for that either. was such a different... I mean, that was, like, that was almost, like, just a plot point where, like, just a, a plot device, more, let me rephrase that, where they work for yeah. spy companies. And this, it seems incredibly integral to the story. Like, there's this super secretive spy agency that is like sending disinformation to both both parties and like kind of like backstabbing their own their their own agents against each other uh, like i said yeah. it feels like it's it's much more important in in this show who who they work for and what their motives are uh, and the movie it just felt like okay well we need these two to be like really like good fighters and really good at action stunts mm-hmm. and all this type of stuff so it didn't seem like it was that important to know who they, who they work for in the movie but it seems like it's important this what are your thoughts about that yeah, I don't know about that because, like, a lot of spy shows or where someone's a contract killer, they don't normally, you know, always give up who they work for. It's it's kind of vague like this. I'm interested in high though. Like, again, is it AI? Is it like right. whatever? What was the thing in Mission Impossible, the last movie? The net. What was it called? Oh, uh, then I thought it was. I thought it was no. I can't. It was sometimes do the net or something like yeah, that. I can't the remember. Syndicate what. or something. Yeah. But like, is it like that? Is this is you know is this going to be another cameo of somebody that's right. watching you know them the whole time? So I'm really interested to see. I, I do hate that we didn't get that. Yeah. Well, the episode ends with John saying that he's done. He's leaving in the morning. Uh, and this is we actually get a post credit scene on this one. We didn't get any post credit scene on the previous ones. Yeah. We got a post credit scene on this one. And it's Jane receiving a package from Hi Hi, and it's a new Apple computer. So, like, it's the first time that they are now going down separate, uh, separate ways without one another. So, well, well doesn't it say to kill John? Well, as that's well? In, that's at the beginning of episode eight. So oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, and so that's where we're headed to next. So, episode eight is a breakup, and as you mentioned, uh, the episode opens up with Jane opening up her new computer, and the very first order that she is given from Hi Hi is to take out her Smith. That's what the order was to take out your Smith. Yeah. Uh, she kind of slams the computer down. Uh, I wasn't really sure if she was into this. Like, I don't think she was, but. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I think they. I don't think she was into it, but I think she was willing to do it. Like I said, there are times when it looks like these two really want to kill each other, and there are times when it really looks like they don't. Something ends up happening that makes her want to kill him when justice for Max should happen. that's what we're, we're getting to. So she goes, uh, she takes a trip to the store. When she comes back home, she's getting shot at. Uh, she, at the time, 
I wasn't sure if this was John. I wasn't sure if this was the yeah. other Jane and John. I wasn't. I, I had no idea. What were you thinking when you were watching it? I was thinking it was the other Jane the whole time. Yeah, I was thinking because it, it looked like her shot. How she killed Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, that was my initial guess. Was that the, the this is the other John, John Jane? But I wasn't one hundred percent certain. But in the process, they end up taking out Max. So the cat ends up. Uh, I'm dying. Look, what? he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to kill the cat. I uh, know. Uh, so, but nevertheless, they, the, the cat ends up uh, taking a couple of bullets, and this is where when Jane is just really upset. We're back with John, and again, dumb. He's dumb. <laughs> He's so incredibly dumb. Yeah. He is with his mother. Uh, we actually saw her in a FaceTime call in episode seven. We're actually, he's actually with her. He's living with her at this point because when he has moved out, he's moved back home with his mother. Again, he just doesn't seem to understand how much yeah. jeopardy he is putting his mother in. And, like, he's just not, he's just completely oblivious to it. So when right. they actually get home, he's getting ready to step into the house, but he stops when he notices that the door uh, to the toilet room is open and the toilet seat was up. And he asks, Did you leave the toilet seat up? And she's like, No, of course not. And, you know, I, I learned something new. Black toilets are unsanitary. I didn't was unaware. <laughs> I had heard that one. <laughs> was completely unaware, and but yes, apparently the black toilets are unsanitary. So, uh, so this is obviously you know John convinces her to go to a salon or something. I don't remember exactly what it was. That yeah, he, he did. He, he convinced her. Nail yeah. work on or something. Yeah. So he convinces her to leave. And he texts Jane, and they decide to meet at an art gallery. And they're both incredibly mad at each other. They start arguing in the, the art gallery. She says they're arguing again, and it's just yeah. really hard again to watch because they just can't seem to do this. And as they're leaving, this is when Jane makes her first attempt to kill him because she jams the, the whatchamacallit, the revolving door that, that they're walking through, yeah. has a bomb in there. And John just barely escapes, uh, but he does escape. And Jane, when she looks back, she's like, she's kind of sad that she just killed her husband. But then she realizes when he comes out that it didn't work and they start chasing each other. Uh, your thoughts so far? Uh, I thought, wow, she really is trying to kill him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that leads to one of the most bananas chases I've ever seen. Yeah. So, like, they're chasing each other and, like, there are tons of people watching throughout the course of this thing. There are just tons and tons of people watching. So, uh, Jane, when they get to like this first crowd, Jane ends up like just kind of pummeling him for a little bit. And that's when bystanders uh, walk in and they, they kind of intervene. And they pull Jane off of him. And then they start fighting the bystanders. And like, one of the things I think I would have liked is a little more humor in these last words because normally I think I would have liked, thought this was funny, but. I've just been beat over the head with so much arguing. I'm not in a real humorous mood at this point, uh, so I'm not really laughing that much at it. Maybe on a second watch, maybe I'd be able to laugh more. What were your thoughts about yeah, that? Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was a little bit more humorous, uh, especially when they kind of start helping each other fight right. the uh, the people. I also thought when uh, John gets hit by the cab, that was really funny. Yeah, that was really funny, and like he's just Jane is like kind of upset about it, but. Like I said, this is where I'm like, are do you really want to kill him or not? Because every time it looks like yeah. she actually he actually does die, she's upset about it, but then she goes right back to trying to kill him. So like I said, I wasn't really sure how all of that was working. So they eventually make it back to, to Jane's house. Jane John can't get in uh, because he doesn't have a key anymore. And to her surprise, the person that's greeting them there is his mom, uh, who is played by his actual mom, as you said. Uh, I didn't catch her name. What was her name? Beverly. 
Beverly. Okay, I Beverly. So. Uh, I wonder if that's where they got the name for Michaela Cole's characters from from her. So, uh, but they start having this discussion about about John, and she obviously does not know what John does, and she calls him Michael. So this is actually his real name. Uh, his real name is actually Michael, and she starts talking to him about all this, and you know, and Jane is asking her, you, you know we're getting ready to separate. You, you know that, right? And she's like, yeah, I know. I'm aware. I, I'm, I'm not stupid. I, I get that. And she basically is explaining to him kind of some of the things that we talk about, that you know, if he feels comfortable with somebody, he doesn't want it to end. He wants to stay, stay with, make it last as long as he possibly can. And while that's a great trait to have in a relationship, it doesn't really work that well when you're trying to, you know, bring down a target in a spy organization. It just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, that's an issue. And like I said, I, I did not realize that though this was her, her mother. I thought she was wonderful, though. I thought she was fantastic. She was. And you could tell she's not an actress. And that brought more to the part, I thought. Yeah, I, I think you're correct. So, uh, just she felt for- real. Yeah, it really, it really did feel real. So, uh, like I said, I, I really liked her bring. I like what she brought to this. Um, now, John, he can't get in the house, and Paul Dano, their next door neighbor, uh, comes uh, walks up to the house, and John convinces convinces him that he can needs to go through uh, his house so that he can get to the back to get inside to get inside the home. Uh, John is taking the opportunity while doing all this to interrogate Paul Dano without Paul Dano actually knowing that he's getting interrogated because uh, he's asking for water, he's asking for a towel, he's asking for all this stuff. And and this is where it's great to have Paul Dano because yes. you can't tell if he's annoyed or just being nice. Yeah, like I, said, I kind of thought he was annoyed. That was my initial thought. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, you need a drink. Okay, well yeah, I'll he's get like, you a drink. Yeah, water. Okay, yeah, just like everything he did was kind of funny. <laughs> right. So, uh, like I said, and he's looking around the house, uh, and John and Paul Dano's character, whose name is Harris, I didn't catch his last. He says his last name, but I couldn't catch it. Did you catch it? I did not. I yeah, did. it was something. It, it may have been something really common, but I, I couldn't catch yeah. what he what he said his last name was. But he tells him he says when he's walking around the house because uh, he wants to go to the bathroom or something. I think he was going to the bathroom. Yeah, he tells him, "Yeah, you can use that one. Just don't go downstairs." And so John goes downstairs, and he yeah. finds all this surveillance. So this is the point. This is one of the things I really liked about this because mm-hmm. we speculated when we first met Paul Daniels' character. You know, he's got to be obviously be attached to the organization, or he's with a rival or something yeah. like that. And so there's all this surveillance on John and Jane in their home. In, downstairs in this basement or whatever it is that, that they are in and I'm like okay this is where we're getting the reveal this is what we're, yeah. we're going to find out uh, so John is like just ticked off so he pulls his gun starts like interrogating him like are you high high are you you know who are you why, why do you have yeah. all this stuff and it turns out he works for Sotheby's uh, now <laughs> my my understanding of Sotheby's is they're like an uh, an auction site, uh, like a high high end uh, auction site, but apparently they have a real estate arm as well. And he's just a real estate agent. That's all he is. He's like a yeah. high end real estate agent. And he explains that their house is Moby Dick, like because he can't understand because he's done the research. Like these two people who are computer software engineers, they shouldn't be able to afford this oh, house. Man. Like there's no way they can afford it. How can they afford it? So he's trying his best to get all of this information that he can so he can buy their home. Cause he calls it his Moby Dick. Uh, uh, he just wants to sell so the house. 
funny. Yeah, like I said, yeah, I, and I, I love, love how this. He has been flirting with Jane the whole time right. just to get information on the house, yeah. to see it, to see what's going on. I love it. To get insides. Like, he's even talking about the yeah. tile and stuff. Like, when he, when he mentioned yeah. that thing about the tile, I was like, oh, well, maybe they have slept together. No, he's just, he's scoping out the house so he can figure <laughs> out how much it's worth. That's what he's doing. Uh, well, it, it was also very fun at the beginning of his reveal when he's like, You've got to be Ru- the Russians or the Saudis that have this <laughs> kind of money, you know. So it's, it's like, oh man, he's about to get killed. Yeah, uh, I was thinking the same thing, but it, it was, it wasn't. It was just he's just a real estate agent. He just wants to sell oh, their yeah. house. Uh, that's that's what he wants to do. So uh, eventually, John does get back into the home. They start their they resume their fight to kill each other. Uh, and it ends uh, as they're going through the house, pulling out as many guns as they have hidden throughout the house. Uh, they, they're both going to all those and trying their best to kill each other. It ends with him knocking her out, tying her up, and he administers the truth serum to both of them so that they will be honest with each other for the very first time. Uh, again, this is where I would have liked to have had a little more humor throughout the course of this because at this point, it, it should have been funny to me. It really should have, and I just wasn't See, laughing I, that much. I thought, the, I thought the shooting at each other was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, like, they, you could tell they weren't trying to kill each other. Yeah, like I said, I mean, and you're right, because there were a number of times that they could have killed each other. As many times, yeah. as good of a shot as they have shown themselves mm-hmm. to be, they could have easily taken one both of them had opportunities to take each other out so yeah. uh and like i said but i just haven't laughed that much in the last four episodes so I'm, I'm i'm just not in a humorous mood at this point and again this is when you're switching these tones constantly that's what i just I was, I was bumping up against these last four episodes and it was another instance of this um anyway so they start sharing and they start they you know they start to you know being completely honest with each other about everything because they're on true serum. Uh, they're acting very much like John Turturro was acting back in episode two. Jane wants to know... But less pedophile talk, though. Yeah, yes, much less pedophile talk uh, and much less uh, dog sniffing and things like that. Yes, so. yes. Uh, but, uh, you know, when they're doing all... The, they, they share a lot and they discuss a lot throughout the mm-hmm. course of this. And this is when we start to find st- some stuff out. Jane wants to know why John killed Max and he says, I didn't. And he said, I didn't kill Max. I didn't try to shoot you. And then Jane, he wants to know why Jane rigged his mom's house to explode. And she's like, I didn't do that either. And this is when Wagner Mora and Parker Posey walk in. And this is when they, we realize that they are sent to kill the Smiths. This is what they do. That's, this is all they do is they are, they are sent to kill other Smiths. And our assumption is that they killed the first two Smiths that we saw at the very beginning of this thing. And this is what super high risk means is you go in and you kill other Smiths because they are highly trained and highly, you know, incredibly deadly people that you're having to deal with. Uh, we do. And like I said, it's like you mentioned, like I mentioned as well, a lot of the questions I had about episode four get, get answered. Uh, so the guy that they killed in El Salvador, and that's we find out that it was El Salvador. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, they did say that. Yeah, yeah, because we had no idea where they were. I don't know how they yeah. took a helicopter to El Salvador, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so we re- we find out that that actually was a Smith, that he was a John Smith at one time, um, and they refer to the what do they refer to the computer as? Uh, super soup. Soup. Yeah. Soup. So they referred to to him as soup, and they talked about that in episode four. They refer to it like a god, and this is what Jane wants to know. She's like, why do you refer to it? as a guy and they're like well it kind of is the, the soup told us where you were uh high high is what john and jane calls it you know john, they told it told john you know a lot of stuff that had been going on with jane jane was being fed information about john uh so soup has all this super high high whoever you want to call it he's got all this information 
but because of the fact that they got to know know Walker uh, Wagner Mora and Peter Parker Posey's character, when he sneezes, they quickly realize they have an opportunity because he always sneezes in threes, and yeah. so they take it. Uh, John dashes off to the side, but he gets shot in the process. Did James shoot? Wagner Moore in the eye? Was yeah, that, okay, yeah. that's she, what I thought. When, she, when he was going down, she ran over, grabbed his gun, and shot him in the face. Okay, that's what I thought. But it didn't kill him. At least, I don't. Uh, I guess it doesn't kill him because we don't see him again. The only person we don't we, see him again, but he's he keeps saying in the background that's at right, first yeah. he's in a lot of pain. Yeah, that's right. We keep, we still hear him in the background. So, uh, but John is shot throughout uh, in the course of this, and and they make their way to a safe but house. My guess is Jane was going to kill. If he's blonde, he's not going to be able to age it. No. Yeah, Parker Posey Chang was going to kill him anyway. Yeah, but in all likelihood. may have already done it. Yeah. She, she, you're right. She may have already done it at this point, but who knows. So. Uh, but he gets shot, and they make it to the safe house. Uh, Jane realizes she has no bullets in her gun. Uh, John, She's got one. Yeah, but it wouldn't go off or something like that, wouldn't it? Uh, no, she said she only had one that's left. That's right, that's he right. Had, he didn't even have a gun. Yeah, he didn't even have one. So, uh, And they start to, again, they're opening up each other. They reveal each other's names. What was her name? I forgot her name. Alisa, oh, Alisa, or Alicia, Alicia. Yeah, I can't right. remember. But because his name is Michael, but he's basically as they're sitting there, Jane at some point realizes she looks at his wound and she realizes he, he is bleeding out. He's he's just not yeah. going to make it if they if they stay in the safe house. So she decides to just make an attempt to get out. Uh, the, the old Butch Cassidy son Ed's kid. It's good. That's good parallel. I didn't even think about that. So she decides to go out guns blazing. Next thing we see are like three or four gunshots from a window. Uh, but we have no idea who shot who. Look, this is done on purpose. It's basically yeah. if we get a second season, obviously they survived. If we don't get a second season, then you can probably assume that they died. Uh, so, uh, like I said, that's kind of where it ends. But in the last post credit scene, Harris comes knocking on the door <laughs> with a book and like sees the carnage and is like just yelling out to the to nobody in particular and is just happy as he can be because he's like now I bet they want to sell. It's like and he says yeah, he's not going to sell the whatever this Moby Dick. It was like I said, just that, that was funny. It was a funny way to end. So, uh, any other thoughts on that at last episode? Yeah, I mean, I thought the last episode was good. Uh, I know you had your struggles with it, but right. I, I thought they did much better. I thought the truth serum was really good, especially when they got honest and they talked about their whole history together right. and how they really felt. And really, it was the first time Jane was honest. Oh yeah, and it just goes to show in any marriage that's having problems, it's always communication. It's always communication. You have to be honest with each other. So. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I guess then we can move on to our award, yeah. shall we? Yep. Let's move on to them then. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we wrap up a season of a television show, we give out six awards. They are all based on the six characters of Friends. Up first, we have the Rachel, who is the star of the show. Who is your Rachel? I think we know who this is going to be, but go ahead. Yeah, I think it's got to be Donald Glover and Maya Erskine. Yeah, it is. I mean, they're they're, they're the stars. They're... Look, I thought they were. I thought they were really, really good in what they did. I thought they, they did. were. Yeah. Uh, it's just and shout out to Myers and coming into this project late, and then also you know being the uh, the Angelina Jolie character. I thought right. she did a fantastic job. I thought she was tough. I thought she was sexy. You know everything. Right. She did a really good job. Yeah, I thought she did too. I thought they were. I thought they were both really good. It's just like I said I just got lost on some of the 
Just yeah. all the fighting just was so rough to watch. So, uh, the Joey, just a character you loved. Who's your Joey? I think you got to go with all besides one of them, and I'll mention him uh, in the uh, Chandler. I think I went with all the guest stars: the John Turturro, Sarah Paulson, Sharon Horgan, Billy Campbell, Michaela Cole. I, I, was, I hadn't broken up individually because I couldn't think of a whole lot of other people. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really sure which one to go with. Uh, yeah. uh, just because, like I said, just with the, with the way the show is, uh, I eventually landed for this one. I, I just liked uh, Ron Perlman's Toby. I just thought he was, uh, like yeah. I said, I don't know what it is about him that I liked. I just liked him a lot. Maybe because John was so mean to him. That's the reason mm-hmm. why I liked him so much. But that, that's who I gave uh, the Joey to. Uh, up next is the Chandler, the person who made you laugh the most. Who's your Chandler? I went with Ron Perlman here. I thought he was hilarious. Yeah, he was hilarious. He was absolutely hilarious. I ended up going with, uh, this is where I went with uh, uh, Paul Dano, just because those little yeah. bits that he had. Uh, could, yeah, I, I put him somewhere else, but you easily could have put him here. I put him here because when he was on screen, what little we got of him, he did make me laugh. So that's why yeah, I put did. Paul Dano here. So uh, Next is the Phoebe, the oddball. Why don't you your Phoebe? I went with Paul Dano here because you just never knew what he was up to. Uh, I Until went, the very end. I went with John Turturro. Uh, whenever you're into like yeah. acting like dogs uh, as uh, <laughs> as a turn on. Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. where I went with. Uh, that's a good call. That's where I went with. Well, that's who I went with for the, for the Phoebe. Next is the Monica, a uh, person who just kind of pivotal role in the story. Who was your Monica? I went with John's mom, Beverly. Yeah, uh, I thought about going with her. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and go with her too because she was. She was so pivotal. Yeah, she, she came was. up every episode. Yeah, she did. And the, again, I, that's another instance of time passing. We don't know how much time's passed, but he had moved her yeah. up to New York City right. for two months prior exactly. to this. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like I said, that was another thing that just kind of jarred me. So, uh, last but not least, the Ross, your least favorite character, who is your Ross? I, I think you got to go with the other Jane and yeah, John of do. Parker Posey and Wagner Moore. Yeah, you absolutely do. Uh, they were the, the, the you know, the, they the were, villains. Yeah, they were great. At, you know, they you thought they were going to be, I, and I don't think they had it. I just never. This is one thing I never understood about their characters. Like, were they already scoping them out because they thought they might have to take them out at some point, or was it just? Like, I think so. I think especially John. Okay. I, I think they've been wanting to get rid of John for a while. Okay, like I said, I wasn't really sure how that how that works. So. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we wrap up a season of a show, we give a rating. Our top of our list is a succession. Uh, next to a succession is a lost. Beneath the lost is a friends. Beneath friends is a full house. And bottom of the barrel for us is a uh, Baywatch. What are you rating, John? Uh, Mr. Oh. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, I'm giving this a, a loss. I thought it was good. I thought, like you said, we've talked about the, the fighting this prevented th- this had the potential to be a yeah, to be a succession mm-hmm. yeah and like we talked about the acting as well the chemistry the the co-stars like uh, just the cinematography the direction but like that fighting was a lot it, it took a little bit out of it and that that's prevented me from going to something like a succession so i'm giving a loss I thought the first four episodes were lost. I really enjoyed the first four episodes. And like I said, the, all the questions I had about that, that fourth episode, they got answered. So my, my opinion of that, of that episode definitely went up. Uh, I still don't really know why they sent them on that mission, to be perfectly honest with you. I'm not sure about that. But uh, other than that, though, like I said, all the questions I had about that were answered. The last four episodes were we're a full house uh i just did not enjoy them so i'm going to meet i'm going to go in the middle uh i had a loss for one had uh full house for the other i'm just gonna go with the friends uh 
I hope they do a second season because I would. I'm hoping they have this out of their system now that we're not going to get constant fighting throughout the course mm-hmm. of of a season at this point. I'm, you know, I don't mind them doing it a little bit. I, I really don't. But yeah. yeah, this constant that it was from basically the last four episodes was just. It was a slog those last four episodes, so I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it to friends and hope that they can do better in in the season two if they get one. So, all right, that wraps up our coverage of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. We also like to do things that uh, you want to do recommendations. Or you want to do things you're looking forward to. It doesn't matter. You, you pick. Uh, let's do things we're looking forward to. Go ahead and give me yours. Okay. So I'll give you a couple. Uh, there is a movie called. Rickety Snickety. Rickety it's Snickety. coming out March seventh. March seventh. Yes, I heard this. It is with with John Cena and uh, oh god, what is his name? The guy that's in uh, Iron Col- Zac Efron. Oh, okay. Where Zac Efron has made up this fake friend called Rickety Snickety that he's been getting out of things his whole time that he's been married <laughs> and things, and so he has to hire an actor. Uh, to play Ricky, and that actor is played by John Cena, and John Cena starts taking over their life. It's a Amazon uh, comedy movie, and it comes out March the seventh. The trailer looks really, really funny. Really, I've not heard about this at all. Interesting. Yeah, and, yeah. and then um, in it just says March. The uh, the gentleman, the uh, Netflix uh, show based on the movie, the Guy Ritchie movie is coming out starring uh theo james it yeah. just says mark so it doesn't say when that actually is coming out so i'm looking forward to that i really like the movie with matthew mcconaughey mm-hmm. and colin farrell but this this the tv show looks similar to it so i'm looking forward to it so and guy Ritchie is involved so that's good yeah am i looking forward to you may have mentioned it last week because when i saw this i thought like, it sounded familiar and i wasn't really sure did you mention the ministry of ungentlemanly warfare last week We've talked. We talked about it with Alan Richardson, but no, I, this looks good. Yeah, uh, like I said, it looks really good. There's no date on it. I saw a trailer for it earlier this week, and like I said, I thought it said April. Did it? Okay. Well, the trailer I saw just said coming soon. That's all. That's all the. That's all I saw on the trailer that I saw for it. But uh, it's got. Uh, it's got. Oh, Alan Richardson is, but he's not the star. What's the guy's name? Who's the star? Henry um, Cavill. Thank you. Yeah, it comes Cavill. out April nineteenth. Okay, that works. Uh, so uh, Henry Cavill's in it. Alan Richardson's in it. Uh, there's a few other people that are in it as well. Uh, basically, uh, Isa uh, Gonzalez. Yeah, Isa from, Gonzalez. Uh, the first first episode of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, she's going to be in it. Uh, it's Freddie Fox, our guy. Oh, is he really? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it looks it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Who knows if it actually will be? But it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. They, well, it's a guy Richie movie. He yeah. always does a good job. Oh yeah, he does. He always, it's going to be fun. Yeah, so it should it should be good. Um, it comes out like you said in April. Like I said, I hadn't seen that, but uh, it comes out in April. It's about it's based on a true story. Basically, it's one of the very first like black ops missions ever, where they are sent to like take out German submarines. And they're like taking criminals, like they're hiring criminals. It's almost like a real life Suicide Squad, basically, is what it's kind of like. Yeah. Uh, so it's the Dirty Dozen was the movie in the '60s, like this. Oh, was it really? Okay, okay, I never saw yeah. that. So. so Alan Richardson doesn't speak. Is he going to have an accent? Maybe. We don't show him speaking. The yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see what his accent is. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, there were British. a lot of people doing weird accents. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're supposed to be British, so like I said, uh, that's I'm guessing that's where if. 
if he has one, it'll be a British accent. I'll be interested to see what his accent work is like in, in, in this, if, yeah, if he gets too. one. So uh, That's really all I got. I didn't really have anything else. Uh, anything else you want to add before we sign off for this episode? Yeah. Appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time. I will echo those same sentiments. And as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.